Switched on on F104 and I'm joined by stylist Irene O'Brien. Hello. Hello, Louise. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. And I suppose we're continuously looking at our wardrobes, deciding what we need, what we don't need. And then sustainability comes into it. And it's like we're kind of trying to answer all these questions while trying to be sustainable and good to the planet. And we're trying to take all these other areas in as well. How should we be looking at our wardrobes and how we're dressing? I know. And you know what? I do, I do feel for people as well because I think everyone is so aware now of, you know, more conscious um, yeah. consumption when it comes to clothing and trying to be more sustainable in their style and everything. But sometimes things are said so often that people nearly get to the stage where they're like, you know, I, I can't put my hand up and say I don't understand that or I don't know the first place to go with that. Or, or also just there's a bit of fatigue about it and you don't want that either. So yeah. I suppose... Like I always say, and I know it's a bit lofty and I know everyone will be like, maybe some eye rolling, man. Like, but if you're, you can open your closet and it's like an exercise in joy, you know, mm-hmm. that you're going in and you're thinking, oh, this is gorgeous. Because you know, if you ever have gone into a boutique or a market stall or a department store, wh- wherever your preference is for shopping, you know, when you get to one section and you're nearly giddy because you're like, it's like they were all made for me, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if we curate our wardrobes correctly, that's exactly how we should feel, you know, because sometimes we're going into our wardrobes and, you know, there's there's all these different kinds of um, uh, stats given about what percentage you ever wear and that it's just one corner and everything. And I think there's probably a lot in that for sure. Probably. But I also think that one of the things that overwhelms us and, and, and the reason that we ignore so much um, and don't go to it is because we're we're stuck. Like, is it a case that... I bought that skirt, I loved it, but I never found a top to go with it. I, it never looked right on me. Mm-hmm. I, it just felt, made me feel a bit off. Is it a case that this other one, you were like, oh my God, I spent so much money on that and I went off it after my first wear because it was scratchy on my back or something like yeah, that. Like, it now I don't know what thing. to do. Yeah. Exactly, because, and you get yeah. this guilt. And I, But the thing is, I always say as well, I feel like, you know, your clothes can really talk to you, you know, and the decision, one of the first decisions most of us make in the day is what to put on us. And if we're starting off from a place of, oh, I'll grab it, it'll do, and sure, I hope no one sees me in it, you know, if you're kind of working from home and legging out or something like that, you're kind of already at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have so many clothes in your wardrobe that aren't working with you, you really need to just take the time out and, and just reacquaint yourselves with all of them and just say, what, what it, how can I make it work for me? Or is it time to say goodbye and donate it or sell it? There's so many different options for what you can do or is it a case that I'm not letting go because I love that fabric so much and I've got such great memories of that piece won't fit me again like but I still don't want to let go of it and then you feel like a hoarder but that's that's where the opportunity lies I think in the restyling and in the imagination and in breathing new life into something it's so like there it's exciting but I think that's it should be you know yeah it should be should we be aiming then for quality over quantity I mean 100%, 100%, you know, and I think that it, one of the other things, and, 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 and like, let's be straight about this, fast fashion has been designed to appeal to us and, and to make, put us into panic mode and to, you know, make us want to buy more and more and more and micro trends and all of that as well. So we're not, a bit like our addiction to mobile phones, I like to blame the phone companies and not me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but, you know, we are all kind of products of our society yeah. and, and in Ireland we, we have had, um, we have been exposed to so many um, of the kind of high street brands and now obviously so many of the really quick turn over fast fashion um, online retailers and stuff as well and the thing about that is like I would ask you 
if you ever think about a piece of clothing that you think about so fondly or that you loved and you wore so much and everything and, and that and that you know meant a lot and that lasted very well and that you cared for very well like was that something that was kind of a flippant uh, buy that you didn't think very much about and maybe cheap kind of fabrics mm-hmm. and, um, and maybe man-made fabrics or was it the thing that actually you were like oh my god I would love that I'm going to save it if it's still there oh brilliant it's still there yeah I'm going backwards oh yeah I tried it on again I'm picturing myself wearing it in all these places you know I they're see. the things that you get excited about and I do think that's been a little bit lost and I don't know if that's just whatever you know the age I'm at that I remember that that's the way we all were about our new pair of jeans that's the way we all were about you them. always you know, wanted we to wear reading. them first and get them yes, on exactly, and wear them loads exactly and, so and we need to get a bit more excited about fashion get again. excited mm. about it and treat them like your friends because much like your friends you know good <laughs> ones that make you feel good about yourself they're going to put a pep in your step yeah. and, and kind of say to yourself look I haven't brought her out for a spin for a while. Why don't I try it? And I think that that's a really um, kind of just really simple way to start working your way through your wardrobe. It's just to say to yourself, well, I haven't, be curious. I haven't worn that in a while. I'm not even 100% sure why I haven't. Take it out again and then you might remember, oh my God, sure, the belt keeps on slipping over. Do you know what? I never yeah. liked the way it cut on my arms. Do you know what? But then take note of those things and say, well, what can I do about them? Can I go to my tailors? Can I, you know, reinvent this? And reinventing sometimes can seem overwhelming to people. So can I nip and tuck this? You know, yeah. but there's always better ways to wear things. And I'm always saying to people, you know, in the days when we used to be looking at like Heat magazine or something like that, and you'd be like, oh my God, what she's wearing is just it's like, it's top shop. I don't mean just top shop, but you know, it's top shop. It's attainable. It's the same as us, but it looks so amazing on her and then it looks different on us when we buy Probably it. been pinned and sewed course, and tucked. Of course and- <laughs> it is. Like, you know, they've tailored. And the, that is the beauty of tailoring. So yeah. I would always be an advocate for buying the best quality you can at mm-hmm. your budget and mm-hmm. um, trying to, and, and, and sometimes that's easier to do if you buy less. So if you usually bought four things in a month, I don't know how much people buy, but four things in a month, maybe try buy one, try and invest in, you know, maybe natural fabrics. Um, and, and, then, and then always I would say it is so much better having one piece that fits sensationally on your body than having two pieces that don't, you know, they're not doing anything. Or if you're fixing yourself, do you know that feeling where you're like, oh my and God, you're always you're pulling at it. Yeah, yeah, you just act the hem and you yeah. it's, it's really uncomfortable. You're really yeah. self-conscious and what you're doing there is you're giving all of your thoughts and energy to that instead of the thing that you were dressing for in the yeah. first place. But I also remember as a kid, like most of my clothes had patches on them where my mom would have sewn in patches. Yeah. Now I'm not telling people to go and put patches on their clothes, but should we be doing a bit more of that, like fixing things rather than replacing it? Mm. Sorry. Yes, 100%. I think that, and I think that, that that is something now as well that's very much kind of celebrated. Whereas before it might have been like, look at your woman's patch on her. <laughs> I mean, whereas like, I always thought it was really cool. But you know, people might have thought, oh, oh, like, you know, felt, people felt self conscious yeah. about trying to breathe more life into their clothes, which is complete madness when you think about it now, you know. So that idea of if there was just a little tear in something. And the thing is, um, I can't remember what that's called. I, I don't know if you know the name. You know that Japanese art of repairing something, but like a bowl, a white bowl, but they'll repair it maybe with like a red kind yeah. of almost glue. Like uh, that idea that you don't mind showing that it's been it's repaired. It's almost like a decoration you know I mean? rather exactly. than... Exactly, it's like part of the yeah. choice. Or like, you know, what I've done in the past is, let's say if there's a rip or something like that, well, what I might do is say, okay, well, um, there's a rip in the side. I really do want the body of the dress still to be the same. I'll take up my sleeves, maybe like three inches each side. That will create a little patch there. And then what I might do is um, use 
um, fabrics and something else I'm not using to just create maybe a border on the you know the sleeve at the at the bottom do you know what I mean so it's yeah. just kind of, and that then that again is something that's completely unique to you and when I say I do that what I mean is I go to my tailors <laughs> <laughs> they do that <laughs> but this is the thing that's why if you find a good tailors god exactly. you, you found gold because no, they'll exactly. know what they're doing and, and you know a bit like a bit like anything it's like about that relationship as well and I know like even for um, we was it recently I don't know in the last few weeks anyway there were the style awards um, and I was in the sustainable style category which I was thrilled because that's Amazing. my bag um, and it, like it was such a brilliant night but I knew that I wanted to um, do something with the dress that I had had before a vintage dress that I absolutely loved um, but I had had a it had some disco injuries let's say <laughs> the so, best um, kind I had it for years yeah yeah it has and um, I've had it for years and I really wanted to do something special with it and I had a few yeah. different ideas in my head and because I'd be in and out of the zip yards with the guys there and I've moved to Wicklow so now Bray is my local one and I knew because I already had that relationship that this was going to be something that like I wasn't going in going oh my god now are they going to get me are they not now I'm mm-hmm. sure they're rolling my eyes I'm sure they do get me <laughs> and the rest <laughs> like oh, know what to expect but you know just that idea of that you have a shorthand with someone and that you kind of, you know, you trust yeah. someone that they get you and stuff, like a hairdresser. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, so and I think is that is worthwhile. 100%. And then it means you can bring new life into your clothes, as we were saying, or as you said, look at your wardrobe and make it fun again because I think we have kind of lost that element of it for sure. Exactly. And like we have been through you know, a change in the last few years that will be written about in history books. And, you know, one of the things, if you ever look at fashion history, is a lot of when the way clothes change, particularly women's clothing, really kind of gives a snapshot of where women were in society, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, when they were rebelling and their skirts, skirts got shorter, or, you know, there was, there was like, that's a really simplistic <laughs> example. But you know what I mean? There is often a lot to see about where they were or whether it was pussy bow blouses in the 80s that they were starting more in the workforce and the suits, the power suits kind of, you know, assert some power, perceived power in their dressing. And, um, and I think that, you know, we will look back at this time and be like, oh, what did that do for fashion? And there will certainly be that there was this embracing of kind of loungewear and all of those things as well. But I definitely think that that kind of probably went to the extreme. I think that we will still have maybe looser tailoring and things, but I do think that it went so extreme that people then were like, I'm allergic and I want to go and get dressed up. But they nearly didn't know how to do it anymore. Everyone was frightened of themselves. They, they were nearly screaming when they saw a high heel. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was just getting back used to it. Back but like. So I don't think we should underestimate, you know, how big a change, um, any type of change in our life can affect not only what we wear, but what we want to wear. And that's not just obviously the most obvious about that is whether you're putting on weight, losing weight, whatever, your body is changing in different ways, whatever, you know, so like then you're looking at your wardrobe and you're saying, I hate everything, but it just mightn't suit the you you are anymore. And that doesn't mean that you have to go out and buy a whole new wardrobe, much as people would love you to do that. (laughs) Um, You know, it's it's about making your clothes work for you and to stop trying to make us work for those clothes hanging in our wardrobe. And particularly if it's the case that they just don't fit us anymore and then we spend all our time beating ourselves up because that's a thought for everyone. This is the thing. So if anyone wants to find out more, you're at irene.ie. Irene O'Brien, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks, Louise.